All right, hello everyone. This is Day Trader Rockstar, and this is the 10 for 1,000 watch list for the week of March 29th, going into the 1st of April, I think, um, this week. So we're going to look forward to that. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to jump right in and tell you I'm also experimenting with uh, my, podca uh, my podcasting uh, software tonight. So I'm actually saving this video also as a podcast and testing this out. So um, you know, you won't have the charts with the podcast, but you'll have some good information, which I just want to uh, always continue to uh, get out there. Um, the first chart you uh, see here um, is Monsanto, and it was an interesting thing. I was going back to Monsanto and looking at and looking at the beautiful channel, and then I said, "Wait a second, we turned back on uh, Thursday and actually started pulling back." And what happens if I? And I noticed this gap up here, and this is really important. I don't talk about this enough uh, with the uh, on the show, but you hear me uh, always refer back to it. Whenever there's a gap in a uh, in a pattern, you usually start. You you always want to consider that gap either as a beginning of a beginning of a trend line. So this starts a whole new pattern. So even though this was up here and we didn't ha we had this to work with, I should have actually been using this gap here. Um, and if we used this little gap right here, starting our trend line, you would have seen the uh, pullback here in Monsanto. I want to get rid of this line here, and you can see that gap now. I just made a, a, a you know, have the dotted line here, but I'm going to put it in here, here for real right now. Goes right over those tops and tags right there. Now, that would that would get rid of the uh, bottom trend line because it doesn't really even show a, a channel being formed there. So. I want to take that out, and then again, I just want to see what what uh, lines up here with this. So I'm actually going to uh, draw in another trend line, um, and this is pretty much just going to go right from here, right out to here. And you can see the tr channel is really more established on this one. And uh, you know, I'll be watching this very closely. I still think uh, Monsanto is going to be a great trade to the upside, but now the stochastics are starting to cross back over. And uh, I would wait until we either, you know, complete this channel, come down and test the lower trend line, or actually start to see that strength, which I think we're going to do. I don't think we're going to head back to uh, 67. I think we're, what we're going to do is we're going to see the strength. So on Monsanto, I would not uh, add to my position unless we saw that really bullish crossover on the, on the stochastics or a break of the 73.75 area. A break of the 73.75 would be very bullish. And that would really confirm a lot of different things here. We'd be back above the 20, probably holding it. And, um, you know, and a good chance of being, uh, giving us the momentum to break through the 50, too. So, you know, even if you're not in Monsanto now or in small, uh, the 73.75 area is a very critical area. It's also a nice uh, down day on some volume, too. So that started off with Monsanto. Not really a buy trigger on that unless it gets up about 73.75, but I just want to point out that channel and the gap rule that I use on that. So we'll go into some of the watch. Um, actually, uh, normally I do two videos tonight. I'm going to try to do two again, but I'm going to start off with looking at the watch list going into next week, and then we'll do some reviews of some other stocks that could be on the watch list, and maybe uh, maybe we'll add them to them as they, as they set up during the week. Um, this one we got into last week on the pullback. It's NetEase, N-T-E-S. And, um, again, we were waiting for the stochastics to pull back on Thursday. I said we needed two more days for the stochastics really to pull back and get oversold. Um, but you can see there's a nice overhead uh, resistance line here. We've, we've, uh, and it goes back to a gap, and we've t tested it once, twice, three times now. 
And we also tested this 200-period moving average once, twice, three times, multiple times. And we're now in a point where there's a little gap underneath us, and I don't know if this technical gap range is going to come into play. We fill that gap and going up. But overall, the pattern looks good. The stochastics are just about oversold. So uh, we started with a very small entry on NetEase and added to it. And now I'm just going to wait for some positive uh, a turn back up here on the stochastics and a, a turn back up to add to my uh, shares. So NetEase um, you know, buy trigger will be $37. And I'm looking for a target of $39 with a stop at $35.80. If you get at that $37, the stop at $35.80. All right, um, but a very nice pullback and a very you know good stock Chinese stock here. Um, Goodyear Tires GT Goodyear Tires. Now this one is uh, it's one that I added last week and I continue to st continues to be in this little pattern here which I'm watching and it's not performing like I want to. So I just want to update you on it and say well if it's you know. Would not do anything to add to stocks here, and I wouldn't really be bullish until 1355. So I think right now, until we get back above 1355, there's better places to put your money. I would hate for this one to turn over, and um, if we zoom out here on Goodyear Tires, you can still see there's the possibility of a, a large, large uh, head and shoulders pattern here. And uh, we're right on, the, right on some trend lines here, So, and the stochastic appear to be turning over, so... Shorter term, yeah, you could see that. Yeah, you could see a little dip and a consolidation and a potential inverted head and shoulders here. But uh, I think there's better better positions out there. So that's on uh, GT. Uh, but above 1355 would definitely make me. Uh, uh, it would swing me over to a, a bull again on this. Uh, Cliff or CF Industries here. Uh, CF is a symbol, and you can see it's. Pulled back here to the 200-period moving average. We flattened out on the stochastics. We're not really showing any type of uh, any type of bounce here, but we're holding the 200. So the only reason I would get in this is a nice five-day consolidation here, and that break of that consolidation should bring us up to the 20-period moving average. So 93.72 would be that uh, buy trigger on that one, and the target 95.50, which would bring us under, right underneath the 20-period moving average. I would look for a fast little trade on this on CF uh, in Industries here. Now here's a very nice setup and I, I believe it or not you're going to be surprised to hear this stock come up on my watch list. I've been always watching it but uh, it's really looking very good now. It's Yahoo Y-H-O-O -O, and you can go back you can see the downward trend and the bullish crossover on Friday or Thursday and Friday and we're starting to push back up. We're holding the 20 period moving average. We're going to cross over. We have a nice trend line right above us. Still at a you know a decent price off of that you know fourteen dollar um, you know really fourteen dollar base that's gone out for the last uh, almost the last year here or at least out to uh, last May and uh, we're trying to break out of that to the upside. So I kind of like this one a lot. It's really shaping up here. It's holding the two hundred period moving average. There's a lot more positive news out there on the Googles and. The, and the ad revenues um, that are coming in on these search search engines definitely, you know, uh, it has a back seat to Google. But there's other things out there for Yahoo, and uh, I've been definitely going to watch it this week. Um, I'm probably going to uh, take an entry in it this week too. So 1660 is a buy trigger, and again, just looking for a dollar up on the upside on this. All right, uh, Electronic Arts ERTS. Um, Normally, when you see, I have a, um, I have a, uh, 
a resistance line there. But normally when you see this 200-period moving average and the trend line break, a recent trend line break, we've traded this one actually. And it was a nice trend line break. It moved right up here, and I said, all right, it's actually time to, like, look at selling this up against the 200. What you would like to see in a situation like this is a move up to the 200, a pull back above the 20, a move up, and eventually a breakout. But we've pushed right up against the 200. And if we actually go out on this and we look at uh, this line right here, this recent, uh, recent uh, resistance area, also a gap close, and it goes out to uh, just, you know, it goes right out and pretty much matches up with the 200-period moving average. So a break of this 200-period moving average is actually going to break us above recent resistance. So that's going to give us enough of a pop. So I'd definitely put a uh, buy trigger in at 1905, which would break that, 1905. And a target, very small target on that because uh, this one, you know, it has a... Uh, has a little resistance, or actually a, upper, a little resistance on this pivot high back here. And again, I'm just looking for 50 cents on this. I think it's an easy 50 cents ERTS. Uh, again, normally, I, uh, you know, on the 10 for 1,000 watch list, what I'd like to do is give you 10 quality stocks that are set up in great patterns, and then uh, look for a dollar, at least a dollar in each of these. Now, if we go over the last few watch lists, you can see multiple, you know, I mean, multiple point moves on these watch list plays. But again, I got to just try to, you know, establish a, a goal or use at least the targets. Use the targets as your own goal to continue to uh, try to lock in profits. It doesn't mean you have to get out of the trade. It's just that, you know, technically we're looking for that type of push in the uh, out of that type of pattern. But, you get, you know, there's definitely chances of the stock continuing to run way up. And, in that, and you know, I could just go through some of these stocks that we've uh, – traded that's you know the Walgreens here which is a great you know a great inverted you know a slanted inverted head and shoulders and a, a move up here um, the uh, let's see some other ones we had well, I won't even go into those they're, all, they're in the past and uh, let's see uh, I want to continue on some of the good ones in the future so the ERTS looks good and Activision ATVI also looks good which leads me to believe that sector the gaming sector here it's setting up. There's a nice flag here on eight Activision. Nice push up here. There's a flag happening right at recent uh, recent resistance here. Stochastics are very bullish here. We've we haven't really turned over. We're going sideways, so I'm expecting this to break out. And with this, I expect probably that sector to uh, perform. We also, if we zoom all the way out, you can see $13 up here as a recent area that's been uh, came back and tagged multiple times. So Activision looks really good for a move to $13. Again, um, you have to take profits when you have it. So I'm, I have Activision here, but I would only look for 50 cents on it. Uh, fast, a fast 50 cents. We broke out of this consolidation here, and Activision consolidation would just be that high here, which would probably give us a. You know, I would actually look for an early entry at uh, 12, 1213, 12 cents. There's a, a there is a pattern breakout at. Uh, 1220. You know what? Make it 1221. We'll call it a day. 1221. And then looking for about 50 cents on that. Um, Activision ATVI. So the uh, gaming sector is definitely set up here. The solars look set up, but we're going to continue past that right now. I might be on a, a second uh, video coming out tonight of some of the setups that are happening in some of the sectors because, again, the market's definitely short-term overbought 
but there is some sectors that have really pulled back. Um, so we're going to go and uh, take a look at a couple more stocks on the watch list. Let me get these out here. Televent. Uh, this still looks very good to me, the TV, TLVT. It's not a lot of volume here, but the pattern off the 200-period moving average is a slanted inverted head and shoulders pattern. Excellent uh, setup here. A nice trend line. We're pushing up against it. This is really a, you know, uh, a very, very nice setup. Uh, so, again, if you, I'm in it already, I would add to it at 2940. And I'm looking for a big, you know, a much bigger target on this one just because of the uh, the flow in that, the way it trades. So, um, the TLVT 2940 is the uh, buy trigger. I would add to it. And uh, I would look for a, a move up to it's that $34 level. TLVT $34. So again, continue to watch that. And the first, and you know, again, watch that. Watch those triggers at 29.40 to give you that that idea that strength is going to come in. Right now, it looks great. Um, Monsanto MON here. We, we we talked about Monsanto earlier about the uh, the channel here. So again, I want want to watch that continue to uh, hold up. I just regressed back into Monsanto because I had it listed on the bottom here. IMAX continues to look good here. All right, um, continues to look excellent. Uh, Thursday's high on Monsanto, and again, I'm looking for eighteen dollars on this uh, sh- short term. So right now, the um, on uh, Thursday's highs was. Uh, 1770, 1768 to 1769. A recent high was 17, oh, actually 1760. So, uh, and what is this? One's 1768. So, that's 1769 uh, breakout would definitely bring us that that area. Um, again, a tricky entry here because you know we liked it back here. So as we get closer to that target, uh, it's harder to take an entry here, but it still looks very good, and. Um, you know, I'd continue to watch this now because it has a different uh, different model on it now. The way it came out, it really blew out earnings. So you have to always watch it now. Add it to our focus list to continue to rotate through it if we want to look for setups during the week um, or in the, in the following weeks. So that's IMAX, I-M-A-X here. Um, TXN here, Texas, uh, Texas Instruments. Uh, and uh, this is an interesting, uh, again, a nice slanted inverted head and shoulders pattern. You got the right shoulder here, off the 200 period moving average. This is textbook uh, re-entry stuff right here. When you had a small little break here and you follow that back, you want to hold it. You want to watch it hold the 2050 period moving average here. And and I think you know honestly, my opinion is that just the semis we've been taking a break the last three four days here. We weren't really making new highs. INTC. Uh, again, the last three days really just moving here. The last four days, four uh, four days ago actually, the four trading days ago, we made that gap up high. But we've just been grinding out here and really not selling off. We're holding pretty decent levels here. The stochastic's still good on Intel. Uh, again, on the Texas engine, pulling back, holding the 20 period moving average. This is uh, this is you know. I think just a, a healthy consolidation. We're holding the trend line. So, again, I want to watch the uh, Texas Instruments to actually hold this TXN. And, again, uh, would even consider adding it on a break of 25.22, 25.22 with a target of 26.20. So about a dollar target on that also. Um, TRP, 
TRP, Monsanto. Um, let's see what else we got here. Got a couple other ones, but I want to actually save those for the next video. I will leave you off with this, uh, the SLV here. Uh, SLV, the Silver Trust and the Gold Trust. You know, we we're talking gold and silver last Friday. And, uh, you know, since we heard those rumors about Korea, North Korea sinking a boat, we'll have to see how that plays out. But the, uh, I've been very, very hesitant on, on taking a trade in gold or silver to precious metals. And then, uh, I ended up, you know, sneaking in here to the SLV. I like this silver trade a little bit better, um, from their exposure and technology and stuff. And I feel that, uh, there's just a little more value to myself as a trader. Um, again, you can start to see the pattern start to hold up. We have a little reversal bar down here. We're holding the 200. We have maybe the possible right shoulder stochastics to pull down. And all we need now is a confirmation move back up on the stochastics to get this one to, to move up yet. So it's not, a, it's not my favorite, but the potential there is now. And again, it's like this in the markets. There's a lot of stocks that appear to be, you know, over overbought and it's really hard to really dig these uh, new ones out so we're still sticking to some good pullback plays and again there's two sectors I like here and I'm going to these are the two sectors I'm going to do a video again on later tonight and that is the shipping sector and the solar sector now these are you know, again the solar is a little more risky but again we could FSL, FSLR we saw that nice inverted head and shoulders pattern that breakout that happened on Friday of that, and we didn't get through that trend line yet, but it still looks good on volume, so we might see that follow through. The YGE, also very nice inverted head and shoulders pattern on this this one. So, you know, I definitely want to continue to watch this um, and see if we do get a breakout breakout on that. But there's even uh, and the LDK also. Those three stocks on that uh, all look good. Again, if we do get that follow through or some kind of positive comments on the solars. That should lift this whole sector. We should get expansion breakouts, well, at least on a lot of these bases that are here. Again, the FSLR is always the uh, the benchmark here, and the solar is the best of breed. Um, and again, you can see this large downward tr trending uh, trend line here, and the crossover on the stochastics, which are, which is bullish here, so which is very bullish. And you gotta like that because uh, that's hap also happening on the Yahoo. Uh, set up here. So, yeah, believe it or not, I'm going to go back to the Yahoo, and I'm going to probably consider Yahoo one of the best bets of the week, believe it or not, on Yahoo, and I, th I do expect this one to move up off of that. Um, the OIH also oversold here. The OIH um, pulling back to a trend line and pulling back to a, uh, the moving average here, and again, this is kind of a situation where we're fighting a, a head and shoulders formation versus a, a trend line and oversold stochastic setup here. So, it's kind of a clash of uh, indicators here and uh, again we like the pullback here and um, we have a nice reversal candlestick back here uh, in February which was nice and and we're trying to hold this 117 but the, more on the uh, some of those stocks in that sector the BHIs again you have the 200 period moving average underneath us along with an area of uh, uh, you know, was once resistance, then became support, then became resistance, then became support, then became support. Uh, is it should become support again, especially that now that's lining up with the 200 period moving average. So you understand that an area of uh, past area, you could call this a profile or a, a cut of the market here. And if you looked at this cut of the market, you see 
uh, you know, buyers came in and bought it up here, and then there was no, you know, sellers came in, they looked, took a little profits, and they moved back up, and then we broke out, but we came back down. And we pushed back, tried to push back up here, but we got stopped by that same line, that 40, 4380 area. Pulled all the way back and then broke through it, came back and tested the 4380 again. I mean, coincidence? No, it's just because this air, this is a, this is a, a you know, a, a profile of power zone in this stock. Came back, we kind of spiked back down to it, to it. This is the first time we're actually coming back down to it and the stochastics are set up once again in that set, set up. Plus we have the 200 period moving average, so, um, I want to definitely keep this on my eye for uh, early this week and see if we get a push down to that 4380 level, 4380, and that's uh, one, in the, one in the OIH. Slumberger also, SLB, um, possible triple bottom, but stochastics are also um, setting up really nice here. And, I, you know, this is just, these are things that you have to pay attention to. So, I mean, the triple bottom, the inverted head and shoulders, stochastics, uh, Pulling back, we have, I'm looking right now, and I'm looking at this old trend line here, and it's, you can see how an old trend line comes back, and we, you could actually retest the old trend line here, and see a nice little um, area of support, and again, this is just education right here, it's whenever you see that trend line being broken, you can come back to that trend line and get that re-entry. Now, they said, why didn't we hold the 200-period uh, moving average here? Well, because we actually came down and retested that trend line. It could have came down here when there's nothing, but... There's always a reason, uh, and I love the lower trend line re reversals and retests on this one. So the downward sloping trend line was broken once, came back, and ended up holding up pretty good. So there's always going to be these type of plays in the market. It's just a, a matter of analyzing them, seeing them, seeing them before they happen, and knowing where you want to get in. So right now we're holding the 200 on SLB, and again, the, again, the oil service sector there looks very, very interesting. Um, Chevron CVX, also an oil and gas stock, also looks very good. Again, we're going to continue to watch that. And if we uh, get a break, let's see, what was my, my trigger on this? And I think it's still going to be active from last week here. Yeah, we'll call it 75. We're going to call it 75.20 right now on Chevron. Well, actually... Uh, All right, we're going to leave that at 75.20. 75.20 on that as a buy trigger. Um, and that should definitely get us going. All right, so that's the, the first uh, video and the first uh, podcast. So we're going to, I'm going to just use that one to be testing this out. You're going to see more podcasts every week, maybe two to three podcasts a week on education that you'll be able to get on the site. But until then, um, I'll send this video out, and I'm going to do another video when I uh, get back in front of the computer in about an hour on uh, some other good setups in the market.